TV.com. This is the home for intelligent black people. So if you're not black and intelligent, you may want to get the fuck out. Uh, I want to say hello to everybody uh, who's watching. Uh, I want you guys to know also, in case you forgot, uh, whenever you come to this platform, we are black first. We, we put the black community at the top of the priority list. And uh, so if you don't agree with that philosophy, then you should probably leave because uh, we keep it black around here. We're tired of people ignoring the community. We make the community our top priority because the community has problems that need to be solved. So we don't wait on politicians. We don't wait on white people. We don't wait on false black leadership. We don't We don't even wait on other black people. If, if black people are not on code and not trying to build the community, we're not gonna wait on you either. We don't celebrate you just because white people put you on TV or just because white men gave you some money. Uh, we, we look at you based on what you're doing for the community. If you're not doing anything for the community, then you do not matter. Uh, so if you agree with that philosophy, uh, use the hashtag B1. Put hashtag B1 in the chat. Uh, if you uh, think that anything that I just said makes sense, if it doesn't make sense to you, then you're probably in the wrong platform. You're in the wrong place. You should probably just go ahead and go. It's okay. There's butter biscuits waiting for you in the oven. All right. So um, here's the deal. Uh, you know, I, I, I had to go in and kind of address some of this because um, a lot of you were bringing this to my attention uh, that Barack Obama, strangely enough, Barack uh, decided to make a statement about black men. And uh, and it was really interest, interesting uh, it kind of uh, threw a lot of people off. Um, I think that a lot of people were were was kind of giving Barack a, a little bit of a pass, you know, because he wasn't saying much. You know, he was kind of just sitting sitting in the cut, doing what he does, right? Doing his job. You know, he he works for the Democrats. Uh, that's what he does. He doesn't work for you. He works for the Democrats. Let's make sure we know the difference between the two. Uh, his loyalty is with the Democrats, not with you. You're 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 maybe eighth on the list, but the Democrats are at the top of the list, and I think that's important to understand. Uh, because uh, this will explain why a lot of your black leadership, they don't get anything done. This is why your community does not make progress. This is why you do not move forward. So uh, so here's the deal. So Obama uh, was sitting on the sidelines, you know, campaigning for Biden, whatever. Right. Nobody's going to give you a hard time over that. Right. You know, if you voted for Biden or Trump or anybody, you know, just know nobody's going to give you a hard time over that. Nobody here really cares who you voted for. At least I don't. I really don't. I, I'm not going to I don't voter shame people based on who they voted for. I might tell you, I think it's crazy and it don't make no sense to me, but that doesn't mean I can't still be your friend. I can, we can't still be cool just as long as you respect my decision and I respect yours. That's what it is. But the problem is that there's a lot of voter suppression that occurs, a lot of voter suppression uh, that occurs where the Democrats feel like they own black people. Now you might say, well, but Dr. Boyce, slavery ended you know, over 150 years ago. Why would anybody think that they own black people? Well, when you allow politicians to go out and say things like, if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. Well, then that's the type of ownership that we don't uh, that we don't deserve, that we don't need to have. We don't need to have people out here claiming blackness. If you ain't black, then don't be claiming black people. Even if you are black, don't be claiming black people. Nobody can claim black people. Right. You can claim your people. You can say that your people, you know, like Barack, uh, Barack was, you know, not a bad president. I think he was very presidential. He's very smart. Um, he, he did a better job than Donald Trump, in my opinion. Uh, but, you know, we know what your, where your loyalty lies. Uh, you know, we know that your, your interests were not aligned with the interests of black people. And I think that's very important to, to observe and understand as we kind of break this down a little bit. So anyway, what I'm going to do is send out a quick text to let everybody know that we're live. Um, and uh, if you want to get on my text list, text the word voice to 31996. Please hit the thumbs up button. Text the word voice to 31996. And I'm about to read Barack's quote because I don't want to disres disrespect this man, but I have to, um, 
I have to tell the truth. And uh, you guys know that that's what I do. And the truth does not set you free. The truth actually <laughs> makes people get mad at you. But um, I'm going to just break it down based on the truth that I see. OK, so hit the thumbs up button. Um, let me see here. All right. So um, here's the deal. OK, so uh, basically Barack was interviewing with The Atlantic. And The Atlantic is one of those real interesting outlets that you got to watch. Uh, you got to watch. You, you have to really watch The Atlantic real closely because The Atlantic is a liberal uh, media outlet that basically does a lot of manipulation of black people. They allow their platform to be used to manipulate uh, not just other people, but to manipulate the black community. Uh, it's, it's used quite often uh, for hit pieces. Uh, when Cornell West, years ago, when Cornell West was challenging Barack and basically saying, hey, look, we got you elected. You know, we fought for you. What are you going to do for black folks? And they didn't like that message. Well, what they did was they got the Atlantic to lend their platform so that people like Melissa Harris Perry and Michael Eric Dyson could write nasty hit pieces against Cornell West. Uh, if you remember, Dyson wrote an article that was like 10,000 words or something. I mean, just ridiculously long, basically discrediting, seeking to discredit Cornell West. Um, that's how you can know. That's how you know when uh, when when people are fighting in the fighting dirty. Um, that's how you know when they are uh, running from the truth. Uh, that's how you know when they're basically saying, OK, we got to get these Negroes under control by any means necessary, not to take Mal Malcolm's words out of context. But but they they literally are getting gangster with you when they start using misinformation, uh, propaganda, various forms of mind control. So uh, with Cornell West, what was very interesting was Cornell, very smart man. I think he was teaching at either Harvard or Princeton at the time. I can't remember which one. Uh, he was cool he, when he was an Obama guy. Right. When he was an Obama guy, it was all good. Everything's gravy. We love this guy. He's amazing. But when he starts to speak on behalf of the black community, pay attention now. He starts he starts actually putting black people ahead of the Democratic Party. Well, then at that point, it's like, OK, this Negro must be punished. You know, he's like um, you ever see those movies where the military builds a super soldier and the they want the super soldier to go out and fight on their behalf. And then the super soldier uh, realizes they, they're getting played and they actually start turning on the military. And then they they suddenly send all the other soldiers to go kill them. Right. Right. That it was kind of like that when Cornell was speaking, the Democratic Party talking points, uh, he was loved by the Democrats. He was their boy. He was invited to all the dinners. He was, um, you know, he was going to be part of the inner circle. He wasn't a part of the inner circle. He actually got together. Uh, Cornell himself told me the story when we were riding through New York an event that we did together in Brooklyn. And we were riding through Brooklyn. We were in the car together and we were together that day for, for six hours. And, uh, and it was a really interesting conversation. First of all, he's a very good man. Now he's a, he's on that leftist side. He's, he's more Marxist. I think he's Marxist socialist. I'm not, I'm not Marxist. I'm not into that, but I love Cornell West. I love that man because he's a good man with good integrity. And so we spent six hours talking that day. And one of the things I remember him talking about was a meeting that he had with uh, Barack Obama, uh, Jesse Jackson Jr., uh, David Axelrod, who was a, head, a, a big guy in Obama's campaign, and Barack and maybe a couple other people. And they got in, together in a hotel room. And their goal was to figure out how do we get black people to support Barack Obama? What messaging should we use 
that will get black folks to take a look at this guy, you know, because he had all he had the whole package. He's he's good looking. He's articulate. He's you know, he's 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 a very I mean, just super smart. And uh, and it worked. Right. You know, Cornell played ball, helped them uh, get black support and it worked. So what Cornell did was he did a little bit of an ice cube. And, I, and I'm going to read the quote, uh, Obama's quote in a minute, but I want to give you the background. So he did a little bit of an ice cube. Cornell came back and said, OK, I did something for you. Now, what are you going to do for us? He didn't say, what are you going to do for me? He didn't say, you know, put some money in my pocket or whatever. That's an easy equation. That's easy. Right. It's easy to pay off a Negro. Right. All they got to do is just, you know, buy him a bucket of chicken and, you know, buy him some, uh, you know, get him a bag of chitlins with some butter biscuits on the side. And a lot of these Negroes are happy. He didn't say that. He said, what are you going to do for us? You know, us, we we, we deserve reparations. Uh, we, we are struggling. We, we have people that are poor. Uh, what are you going to do for us? And that's when Cornell became a problem. And, uh, and, and also, if you and when I say uh, what's an when he says what's an ice cube and ice cube means that he did what Ice Cube did during this campaign. Ice Cube did not approach the politicians as a Democrat or as a Republican. He approached them as a black man. And that is that is rare for them. They're not used to that. They're not used to black men stepping up and saying, we demand to be heard. We are an entity of our own. We are men, damn it. We're not little boys. We're not little drones. We're not just going to do what you tell us to do. We're not going to sit back and just, get, just ride in the car while you drive us anywhere. We grew up with fathers who told us, Hey, hey, boy! Don't don't you don't just be getting in the car with anybody. Don't just be following the crowd. Anybody else have a daddy like that? How, how many of y'all had daddies? I know that's rare now uh, since the Joe Biden crime bill. A lot of black folks ain't got daddies no more. I had a daddy, and my daddy used to tell me that you don't go following any old dumb bullshit if you don't understand what's going on. My daddy used to say, "Don't you dare just go and do something because somebody told you to do it. You be a leader, damn it, not a follower." How many of y'all had daddies? Anybody in here have daddies or a father figure or a strong black male that that guided you? Because that that's that's a big part of our problem now. You know that that's a big that you know you talk about the implications of the Joe Biden crime bill and why a lot of black men won't support Biden. It's 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 because of that because they did not want you to have that. They don't want you leading yourself. They want you sitting back looking for them to lead you because they feel they know what's best for you. That is called paternalism. Paternalism is when they say we love we 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 like black people because they're very useful. They can help us uh, get elected. We want to fight for their voting rights because if we make sure they can vote, then they're going to do what we say when when they get to the polls. Uh, we, we If we put money in your pocket, it's because we want you to spend it on us. Right. So we're not really empowering you. We're going to empower you so you can empower us. Right. We want to make you stronger. So as long as you serve us like you're the super soldiers, like those movies with the super soldiers, you build the super soldier. So the super soldier becomes a super slave. So we got a whole lot of black super slaves in our community. We have a lot of super slaves who do exactly what they're told and they don't ask any questions. And that's just what it is. Well, um, I don't I'm not judging those people right now. I'm not going to talk about those people because I don't want to be mean. But I am going to say that there are some of us who are not in that category. There are some of us who uh, have critical thinking skill. There are some of us who actually don't just want to ride in the front seat of the car. We want to drive the car and we want to build the car. We want to own the car and we want to decide which direction the car is going to go. Well, that those those Negroes become a problem. Those black people become a problem. So uh, let me read Obama's quote to you. And then I'm going to break it down for you in terms of why this quote was very problematic. And I really think Barack should apologize. But who gives a damn what I think? I'm just a guy talking shit on the Internet. So I don't matter. <clears throat> Do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. 
please hit the thumbs up, share, and subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. All right. He says, it's interesting. This is what he said to The Atlantic. He said, it's interesting. People are writing about the fact that Trump increased his support among black men in the 2020 presidential election and the occasional rapper who supported Trump, Obama said. I have to remind myself that if you listen to rap music, it's all about the bling, the women, and the money. A lot of rap videos are using the same measures of what it means to be successful as Donald Trump is. Everything is gold-plated. That insinuates itself and seeps into the culture. Um, so, you know, I, I almost get this sense that he, he's kind of saying that black men, I, I kind of wish he had made that statement without including us in, in the conversation. Here's the problem. And if Barack or, or any of his friends, I, I lived two blocks from this man, right? And I, I have I have I have respect for him. I really am not a guy who considers himself to be a Barack Obama hater. I do not dislike this man. Um, and and I, and I think he's very smart. Uh, so, so 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 I know that we probably have a hundred friends in common. So one of his friends will probably say, "Hey, you know this crazy guy Boyce is talking smack about you on the internet." And I don't want it to come off that way. But I'm going to just say this: if you can't say something productive about black people and black men, then you're probably better off just keeping our name out of your mouth. Now, why do I say that? Well, because when Julianne Malvo interviewed Barack. And she brought in this word, the R word, the ugly R word that they don't like to say, the word reparations. When she mentioned the word reparations, he instantly ended the interview. The minute she said reparations, what do you think about reparations? He didn't say, I agree. I disagree. We'll get to it. Uh, I, let me think about it. He said, he said, who the hell? What, what, what's going on? This interview is over. So I just kind of need you to consider this, and I hope I can say this and be loved, because I know I know some of you are in love with Barack Obama. Some of y'all want to have his baby. Some of y'all men want to have his baby too, but you can't have a baby. I'm sorry, you were born a man. You can't have a man's baby, but I'm sure y'all would love to try. Um, even though he might be your little black baby Jesus, you have to really be concerned about black politicians who expect the most out of you, but you can't get even an ounce out of them. You know, they expect you to bend over backwards, souls to the polls, booty to the polls, take off work to go vote, do whatever you can, bend over backwards, beat up your friends, do whatever to get them to show up for the Democrats in every election to save America. They always tell me how you saved America. So they need you to save them. They don't want you to just help them. They're like, we need y'all to save us. And yet when you ask them to save you, they don't even pick up the damn phone. Well, I'm sorry, but but I'll tell you like this. Give me a yes or no. If you had a friend, what if you had a friend who called you every time he needed you to save him and you showed up every time because you loyal, because you good, you a good person. You want to really come through for your boy and you or your girl or whatever. And some of y'all got friends like that where every time they got a problem, they call on you and you're always saving them. And then when you have a significant problem. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I got to go. I, I ain't got I ain't got no money. Or I'm sorry I didn't get your call. Um, I was busy that month. I, I, I didn't, I've been, you know, I've been running out to kids. And so every time you call them to save you or even to help you, they can't help you. You're moving. They know you're moving over the whole weekend. So the whole weekend, they just happen to not pick up the phone. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see the missed call. Well, I called you eight times. Well, I, I just, I just, yeah, but that's because you have a stupid friendship. That's because you're getting played like a sucker. Right. So 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 the thing about it that's interesting about Obama's statement, this idea that he 
unfortunately engaged in this stereotypical language about black men reducing our conscientious political choices to booty and bling, right? Basically saying that that black men who voted for Trump, I did not vote for Trump, but I know black men who voted for Trump. And the idea that you would insinuate that the reason they didn't do what they were told is because they were hypnotized by booty and bling of the rappers. That's that's about as racist of a statement you could ever make. I mean, if Donald Trump were to make a statement like that about black people, I, I think people would be outraged about it, right? But 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 Obama says, and now pay attention. I mind you though, eighty percent of all black men, despite the betrayal from the Democratic Party, showed up to save America. Eighty percent of black men voted for Biden. And if you are in that 80%, I am not in any way condemning you or attacking you. I, I really am not. I really I, I really am not. I don't judge you. I don't care. I really don't care. I don't think it's going to make a difference, but I really don't care. Right? But there's, And then there's a lot of black men who just walked away. I was one of them. I walked away. I, I And I, I listed 20 reasons. Actually, 22. I wrote an article. Go look it up. I said 22 reasons why I can no longer be a member of the Democratic Party. I'm tired of putting LGBT shit ahead of reparations, 400 years of free labor. We don't gave y'all's ass when you owe us 10, 15 trillion dollars and you ain't even, you act like the debt don't even exist. But yet you still showing up. As, I mean, the audacity, the audacity. I, I, and some of y'all, I'm serious. This is like, let's make it real. Some of y'all got friends. Like that. Have you ever had somebody that literally will call you and ask you to borrow money and they owe you money? That they never pay back, like that you loan, you they got three loans outstanding, and they still call and asking to borrow money. And I mean, it's like, what is wrong with you, Negro? I loaned you, you owe me, you owe me five loans going back to 1998. You're not addressing any of that. All we're talking about is the fact that you need money for me right now. Don't make me strangle you right now. Like some you seriously, I've had friends like that, and it's infuriating. So, so you've got this debt, this $15 trillion debt for black people that you won't even acknowledge. You have not even said the word reparations, not once. I did not hear that word come out of the mouth of Kamala Harris. I did not hear that word come out of the mouth of Joe Biden. I did not hear that word come out of the mouth of Barack Obama when you had eight years to say it. And then you want to say, well, well, the reason we're not doing what we're told is because, because we just like the booty and the bling and we just stupid. Man, with friends like that, you don't need enemies. You don't need enemies. You're sleeping with the enemy every damn day. The enemy is right there in your face. Let me keep going. By the way, we build things here. We do things on We We create things. We're not waiting on white people or politicians. We have something called the theblackbosschannel.com. Theblackbosschannel.com. We created that platform specifically because we want black men to have a voice. I'm a believer that nobody listens to black men. And that that's why everybody was so upset when black men spoke up during this election. So uh, to support this effort, my little contributions, we created the blackbosschannel.com. I hope you will subscribe. It's a YouTube platform where brothers go in there and talk about black male issues with, without a filter, without asking for anybody's permission. They could be Democrat, Republican. It doesn't even matter. Uh, but the blackbosschannel.com, the URL is right there on the screen. So please subscribe because uh, those brothers need your support. We need to listen to black men. We don't listen to black men in this society. Everybody wants to complain about us, but don't nobody want to listen to us. And I think it's because since the since this country was founded, the black man has always been seen as an animal. And it is appalling. It is ridiculous. It is sad. So I'm just going to say this. Look, um, 
I am not on any level trying to um, make this a, a, a commentary that's disparaging toward Barack Obama. Uh, I have a lot in common with the man. You know, we, we're both you know scholarly types. You know, he taught constitutional law. I'm a finance professor. We should be friends. We shouldn't even be adversaries. And I'm not going to let no Democrat Republican nonsense get between us. If I ever met the man, I shake his hand. I'd be very respectful to him. But you got to stop it. You just got to quit. Stop that. If you want to know why black men didn't vote for Biden, then you should probably ask them. Because you, it sound to say to say what he said that black men are that black men left the party because they 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 were caught up in the booty and the bling of the, that the rappers rap about. That's like a man. That's like a man who beats his wife, uh, mistreats her, has a has a two inch penis, and that he can't even get erect, and and, and doesn't even, and, and never gives her flowers, and then says, "Well, well, the reason, the only reason she's sleeping with that other man is because she's stupid." And because she she'd like to go following her behind some guy just because because she a gold digger. No, she ain't sleeping with you because you ain't offering nothing. You ain't bringing nothing to the table. You're not doing anything that's going to make her happy. So, of course, she's going to go sleep with somebody else. So I, you know, the thing is, the thing that's missing from Obama's statement is that there's a lack of accountability. There's a lack of accountability there. There's no accountability to say, you know, maybe we could have done things better. Maybe benign neglect isn't the best policy for our party where we can expect black people's votes. Uh, maybe you could maybe, you know, it really if he wants to go to his heart of hearts and, and really dig for the truth. Barack Obama will find out that a big part of the reason that a lot of black men didn't vote for Joe Biden is because of him. It's him. You, sir, Mr. Mr. Obama, have to look in the mirror and realize that you are the number one culprit with regard to why black people did not vote for Joe Biden. Because a lot of these men who didn't vote for Biden, who maybe either didn't vote, voted for a third party or voted for Trump, many of these men voted for you. They were Democrats in 2008. In 2012, they voted for you. Give me a yes or no. How many of you in here know a black person who voted for Obama in 08 and or 012 and did not vote for the Democrats again after that. How many of y'all went showed up like, okay, hope and change, hope and change. <laughs> okay, all right. Ooh, we not do it. Yeah. And, and cried when he got inaugurated and all that, right? Like, we we done did it. We done, we done overcame, y'all. How many of y'all were super excited when Obama got elected? I'm gonna raise both hands because I was excited as hell. I endorsed this man before, even before a lot of black folks endorsed him. I endorsed him back when nobody thought he was going to win because I don't care what people think. I'm going to just tell you what the truth is, right? So at that time, I said, this guy looks like he could be a great candidate. I This is who I would like to see as president, right? So a lot of black people supported Obama in 08 and 012 and became so disillusioned that by the time by the time Hillary ran, they were they were out. They were like, you know what? Fuck this, man. This is stupid. But and then by the and by the time Trump came around, or the second time around, but this Biden Trump situation, they were already gone, or, or they left. They either left in 2016 or they left in 2020. So if you want to know why a lot of black men left the Democratic Party, it's because of the Democratic Party. It's because you have no respect for black men. But he's a smart man. He knows this already. I'm gonna just tell you like this. I'm gonna call BS on everything he said. I don't think he even meant what he said. I don't even think. I think he's smart enough to know what he ain't doing. And I know Michelle is smart enough to know what he ain't doing. 
I, I have spidey senses. I have really strong instincts. And I look at Michelle and I look at Barack and I look at their track track record. I read the, the bio of every person that I talk about. I read to see how did they grow up? What did they live? What did they experience? I did that with Donald Trump. I did that with Michelle Obama. I did it with Barack. I did it with all of them. And I'm going to tell you all like this. This is my two cents. I think Michelle knows that she's riding, been riding on a big pile of bullshit for the last 10 years. I think Michelle knows this. I think Michelle might even be watching this video saying, God, I wish I could say something, but I can't because I got a hundred million dollars on the line. And these white people might come kill me. If I step out of code, if I step out, if I step out of line, they're going to come beat me like a field slave. So therefore I shall remain silent. I, I really believe that because even they, they're smart enough to not believe half of that BS is coming out of their mouth. I don't believe that there's no way on this earth that you could convince me that Barack Obama truly believes what he said. So stop it. Just stop it, man. Like like black people, they love you enough that they'll forgive you for ignoring them. They'll love you enough where they'll forgive you for not even saying their name, for not mentioning reparations, for never using your presidential power to do the things that black people really need, for not putting black people at the top of your priority list, for putting gay people ahead of black people, whatever it is that you're doing, right? Even though there are gay black people, in which case that makes sense, right? But I, but a lot of us are not gay. I know that I'm not. So I have, that does, that really is not, that's not an issue that I'm going to go out and march and fight for, honestly, to be, tell you the truth. It doesn't mean I don't like it, just means that we have other things we have to deal with as well. So, and so at the end of the day, that's that's what it is. Just just stop it. Go to Martha's Vineyard to your mansion. Go make your Netflix movies and just sit to the side and shut the fuck up. Just do what you wanted Ice Cube. You know, they told Ice Cube, well, we I wish the rappers would just rap and not and not not talk politics. Well, same thing might be true for former president. Just go and live your happy life and just be quiet. Like, like, you know, and I, I'm a person that believes maybe you should ask for more from these people. But a lot of people don't agree with me. And that's OK. We got this. We can build on our own. We, but what we don't need are black people in powerful positions that are undermining what we're attempting to do. Right. That's all we need. Just get out of the way. We got this. We can build. We got one point four trillion to work with. We can get it done. So I got to go, guys. Um, the blackbosschannel.com is right there. Uh, if you want to support the voices of black men, please subscribe to that. I would really appreciate that. And also, if you're interested, we did put together a black agenda, including Ice Cube's contract with Black America and a lot of other resources we put together from the Black Business School. Uh, so if you want to take a look, go to theallblackagenda.com, T-H-E, theallblackagenda.com. So we're getting this done. We're, we're, it's going to happen. We, we would love to have your help. But we understand you're 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 in a way you're controlled. You in a way you are a slave. In a way you're not free enough to really say the things that really need to be said. So we're going to lean on the people in the community that really aren't afraid to say what needs to be said and to do what needs to be done. These these politicians are not your friend. These these um uh, some of these elite people you see on TV they're not your friend. They're just people begging for jobs. And uh, if they step out of line and really start helping black folks, they're going to be punished. So uh, it's OK. Forgive them for they know not what they do. But the rest of us who know what's really going on, I would love to build with you. I would love to work with you and I'm going to be here with you. So um, I got to go, guys. Hit the thumbs up button on your way out. If you could, uh, Dr. Anderson, Dr. Claude Anderson is waiting for me. We're about to start the Power Nomics Masterclass. So I'll see you guys soon. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Peace.